you don't plan your hires, you're going to fail your hires. Hey everybody, this is Ben from Job Nimbus with the Building Business Channel, and I've got Jeff here. Jeff, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Ben, I'm responsible for the people and places function at Instructure. We've been working in educational software for a long period of time, and I've been responsible for helping build our talent strategy and our talent pipeline, helping hire and assess talent to bring them into the business. That's great. So the, the, the reason that you're here today is because you are the guru in terms of how to hire people correctly, right? You've been, you barely made every dis, uh, bad decision there was, you made every mistake there was, and now you can help everybody else not make those same it, mistakes. It's true that I've made bad decisions hiring people, and those are not good decisions. <laughs> it always comes back to bite you at some point in the end. Yep, yep, yes. yep. Okay, so how do you hire the right person? Yeah, for me, I think it starts with what we call our talent strategy. Every business has a marketing strategy or maybe a business strategy, but as you build your talent strategy, you think about what talent do I need now and what talent will I need in the future in order to fill my positions, whether it be an estimator or a contractor or something else. When will I need those people? What kind of skills and competencies do they need and how soon do I need them? So I always start with that higher level strategy so you can plan around that. So you're so not you're doing like, this at the last minute. You're resource planning out. How, yeah. I mean, say you've never done that before. What's the mechanics of that look like? Is that whiteboard out, well, we're going to be at this much revenue, then that's back into this. Is that how you kind of think about it? Or Yeah, it doesn't need to be too complicated. You just plan your business for the coming year and think about what kind of roles will I need, what kind of experience will I need, and when do those need to be phased into the business at what time, and back into when you need to start the hiring process for those positions so you're not stuck without the right talent in place when you have a demand on your business. Okay, so you solve backwards into, okay, I've got to hire these two people next month, and then you, you said skills. How do, yeah. how do you, I think a lot of people probably, I mean, I've seen it as Lou says, uh, if I can have a beer with this person, <laughs> then you're hired, right? And why not, And right? I've seen yeah. it as, you know, yeah. diligent as like six or seven interviews and really in depth, like, yeah. how do you figure out what the right balance is there? Yeah, and you can decide how complicated you want to make this matrix, but I always start with what does the position require? And what, what do you need that output to look like from that position? And then who's been successful in that position before? And what kind of experience and competencies will be required to make that position successful? And then kind of back into what does that spec look like? You can make it very complicated or very simple. And then you kind of build a matrix of if I'm going to talk to people that come in to talk about that position, how do I assess whether they have the skills and experience to be successful? Sometimes that can include simple interviews. Sometimes it can include some kind of on-the-job test, mm -hmm. some kind of skills test or something like that. Sometimes it's simply a personality profile to see if, for example, if you're hiring an estimator, are they friendly, or are they outgoing, or are they going to have a good impression yep. on your potential customers? How do I assess that? Interviews is one way. Well, when they you, come into the interview, yeah. if they're not friendly, well, like, you already know, like, <laughs> you this is a bad sign, fast, right? right? Yeah. And that's one assessment way, but there's also tools you can use like assessment profiles and things like that to help. Is there any particular uh, assessment tool that you think is really great for this type of industry? For any type of industry, you look at something like a predictive index, which is a personality profile. It only takes five to 10 minutes for someone to take, and it is gives you some good insights. that you can access online? You can, you can ask people to take it online, the results come back online, and you have another one data point you can use when you assess or determine whether you should hire a candidate or not. Okay, so certain personality type will tell you, like a salesperson, I want them to be really warm and outgoing yeah. and trustworthy, you know, things that you uh, might be looking for in that personality assessment, yeah. is that right? Yeah, and for example, you want to hire a back office person to help you run your business, maybe an accounting type or someone mm -hmm. in a clerical role, 
you might want a different personality Detail profile. Detail oriented, yeah. You know, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that helps you know what you're looking for and assess whether people have those skills or maybe competencies better than just interviews sometimes. So what is it, what does a good interview process look like? Yeah, for me, I always create a simple interview profile. So you determine the qualifications you're looking for, you build a few questions around that. Mm -hmm. You might do competency-based questions like tell me about a time when you did the following estimating thing, for example, going back to our estimator role, or something else. Tell me about a time when you did this, and then you learn more about their experience. Open-ended questions are always better. Yep. And it's good to have a guide, so you use the same questions for every candidate that comes in, so you have a way That's to benchmark against each other. That's actually an important tip. I see that a lot of times where people who don't have interview experience will come in and they'll freestyle every interview, and then <laughs> you'll try to compare three candidates that were yeah. all for the same role. Well, I don't know, I didn't even ask that guy this question yeah. or this guy, and he reacted differently. And so then there's no real, real way to make it scientific. Yeah. How important is it, is it to make it scientific? I think it's very important to at least have a baseline of questions you ask every candidate. Obviously, you may go down a path asking more about one particular area or another with sure. different candidates, but at least you have a profile candidate that you can follow to make sure it's somewhat consistent. So if it's an open-ended question, what we mean by open-ended question is it's a question that's not a yes or no, Correct. right? Yeah. You so, want something that can give you a little background from that person and get more information out of them rather than just asking them a yes or no question. So what would be like a great example of how you could take a closed-ended question and make it open-ended? Yeah. So for example, do you have experience in this industry? They might say yes. That's not a very helpful question, but you might say, tell me about a time you went to someone's backyard and had to deal with this particular issue, and how did you deal with that when you were estimating a roof bid, yeah. for example? I like that because one thing that I found really helpful is to build stories, like yeah. get them talking and telling you experiences. It's funny how many times people flub into things that'll give you red <laughs> flags. You're going, right. oh, that's how you reacted to your boss? And they don't yeah. even think anything of it, but you know, yeah. you flush that out as opposed to giving them, uh, don't give them the chance to give you the scripted, because everybody's going to come in hot and right. like, why should I give you this job? Don't ask that question, everybody's already going to know what to say on that. Yeah. Ask them things about their past and what they did and try to get into stories. Absolutely, that really helps you a lot to give them a chance to talk about their experiences and what they did. Like you might ask them, have you ever worked with a difficult customer before? Tell me about how that went for you and what did you do about it? How do you resolve the issue? Give them a chance to talk through that situation, you'll learn a lot more about them. Yeah. I also like asking people how they felt in those yeah. situations because it's interesting to hear their emotions and then you'll know how they'll react in those things with you as yeah. well. Um, so when I think about the question, how do you hire the right people, that word right is really interesting <laughs> to me because yeah. there, you can define that a lot of different ways. One of the things I wonder about, how, how important is it to uh, check, uh, check them for your culture or your values? Is that part of the right employee, and how do you do that? It, I think it absolutely is part of that, right? You need to make sure they'll fit in while bringing different experiences, ideas, and some diversity to the team as well. We find that group interviews sometimes help assess that, right? Okay. So you might not only just do the interview by yourself, you might pull a few other people in and give them a chance to meet the team or some members of the team and have them ask them a few questions and see how they respond. It gives you a better idea as how they're going to fit with that environment and that culture. Now, I've seen... Group interviews is actually sort of a pro tip, I think, because <laughs> Maybe, it, it yeah. may not be the first interview. You might want right. to do a one-on-one -on -one to screen them, I guess you could call, right? But yeah. second or third group interview. But where I've seen it really fall down is that people don't, aren't all on the same page about how they're evaluating that candidate. How do you get everybody on the same page? Yeah, usually we'll start with that matrix before the interview. So okay. I'll get that group together, say, here's what we're looking for, right? Everyone agree that these skills and competencies and experiences are important for us. How are we going to evaluate these? What questions might we ask? Which question do you want to ask? Which question do you want to ask? You go through and you kind of plan together. 
and then you have a much better group interview experience. Because uh, as somebody who doesn't have interview experience, it's very scary uh, to be in the interview. And okay, uh, John, do you have any questions? Like oh, I've never asked an interview <laughs> right. question before. Let me think of something. You know, yeah. and it sounds really bad. Having so specific, defined who's going to ask what makes everybody feel a lot more comfortable. You're all on the same page. What yeah. uh, what about scoring in that circumstance? You come back at the end and have like you compare scores or yeah, we usually come back and pull up a whiteboard and put down the competencies we were seeking and then have each person rate them and see where they come out. You kind of take an average and that gives you a sense as to how the candidates compare to each other. So I like this because it's very easy to tell good and bad, yeah. but we know that not every interview is totally this scientific process. In fact, there's yeah. a lot that's not. How much does gut feel play into this? I think it does a lot, but you have to be careful not to let it override a good objective decision. So how do you be careful of that? Well, I think that's where you get the matrix, and then you measure against it, so you know what you're really looking for. Hiring different levels of candidates, obviously you're gonna apply gut decision-making more than others, but you really need to have some kind of matrix to measure against so that you think through why you're hiring a particular candidate versus another. And once you get, let's say you get all the way through this and you actually make the hire, and then the first week or two, it's very clear things are not working out, or there's a <laughs> lot of red flags. Yeah. That's happened to all of us, right? right? Like, dang it, I've spent so much time figuring out this yeah. was the right person, and then like they're not working out. What do you do? Well, before we get to that step, there's one thing I think is really important, and that's references. Ah, because that okay. may prevent those red flag moments. That. Yeah, don't skip the reference checking. So a lot of us will say, tell me about some people you worked with before so I can call and talk to them. That's always a great start. But we do, we do what we call blind references, hmm. where maybe you call the next level person that worked with them that's not on their reference chart and ask them questions about how they did in their job. Just learn more about the person. That will help you avoid these red flag moments more than probably a lot of other things you could do. Before you get to that weekend, the oh crap moment where why did I hire this person? They're not working out. You want to find out as much as you can before you actually formalize that offer. What? Okay, so that's really interesting. If you talk to people that they gave you from their list, you know those people are pre-prepped to tell yep. you that everything's great, right? Yep. Is there a way that you can get to the truth of those people? Are there secret questions that you ask <laughs> that really flush things out well? I, what I've found is if you ask them the standard questions, they'll give you the standard answers. Mm -hmm. But if you push into more of these example questions like we talked about for the interview, tell me about a time when Ben had to deal with a difficult customer. What'd you see? Tell me about a time when Ben had a conflict with a coworker. What did you see? And mm -hmm. then you start hearing stories. It gives you a lot more perspective than otherwise. I've actually been surprised how many times this reference, who might even be the person's like best friend growing right. up, kind of throws them under the bus once you get really into the details. Yeah. Like, whew, we dodged the bullet there. Yeah, you make know? sure you have a few questions to push and go a little bit further with them, or they'll just give you the standard answers, which won't really help you assess whether this candidate's a good fit or not. Okay. And then when you're talking to those people, you might say, who else did Ben work with in this role? and get a few names, look them up on LinkedIn, see if they're willing to talk to you about this yep. person. Yep. Especially for your important positions. How many reference checks is sort of a good number for the I would do employee? at least three. Wow, Especially okay. for key positions. Yep, yep, okay, so key position would be like a management position or yeah. something like that, or something very customer facing that's important to the business Yeah, or and especially if you're having someone work in your back office, helping run the books and do other things like that, yeah. you wanna do some serious reference checking, probably a background check on that person. Yeah. Whereas someone who's helping you do estimating or something else, maybe that's different. So kind of to recap here, you've got to have a clear hiring plan of what you're, who you're looking for and who they are. You've got to have a good interview process, and then you've got to have that evaluation with reference checks and scores to be able to have the right person coming to the company. Yes, that will give you a lot better outcomes so you're not having these moments when you hire someone that you regret. 
Okay, so we would love to hear in the comments ideas that you have for ways that you are hiring people right now and having success to get the right people. And if you're having challenges with that, please comment below. We'd love to chime in with ideas that we have for you as well.